My daughter was shot 28 times by her boyfriend, and I was totally devastated. But the Lord asked me to not only forgive her murderer, but to also adopt him as my own son. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. And today we're going to be talking about how to respond to heinous evil crimes committed against people or even yourself. Linda Markowitz was on our previous show, and she retold the horrific story of how her precious daughter Michelle was brutally murdered, and I mean brutally, by her boyfriend. And how she found this out was while she was out ministering and she was coming back and her husband told her the horrible news. She was so shocked. She wanted to try to solve the problem, but then it hit. Her daughter was dead and gone. And then the Lord asked her to do the unthinkable, to forgive and to even adopt Ray, the murderer, her daughter's boyfriend and murderer, as her own son. Linda, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good to be back with you. Linda, I mean, it's amazing having you with us again. And I want to go back to the night you were told that your daughter was shot to death. I mean, before we were talking about some of the emotions that you felt that maybe someone else has felt too when they lost someone close to them by heinous crime. Back on that night, go through again, you know, some of the emotions that you were processing that night. Obviously, great sorrow, tremendous sorrow, and also confusion. I was really Mm -hmm. confused about what was going on, Mm -hmm. and I was also in disbelief. So I was going through this little abyss of yes, no, yes, no, can't be, is true, can't be true, and hurting at such a deep level. Gosh, gosh. I mean, in that mindset, when you're just like already in shock, and you're moving forward to forgive Ray, because most people would think... Well, hold on here. You know, the psychologically sound thing to do would be to heal and to spend time to get angry and spend time to, you know, like maybe months to process this, maybe even years. But here's the Lord having you to forgive. Do you think the Lord was asking you to forgive Ray for him or for you? For me now. I know now for me. Really? How so? I see forgiveness is a gift you give yourself. I gave myself the greatest gift because I eliminated decades of sorrow and anguish and torment and bitterness. And I eliminated that by saying yes to him. Wow. And this is 25 years ago. So, I mean, this is like set in stone here. You know, there's no other manifestation, which is amazing. Now, I understand that Ray turns himself in Uh and he admitted. And then I understand you wrote a letter to Ray. What exactly did you say to him in that letter? 
Spring and I have both commented how we would like to have had that letter. It was turned over to the state for evidence, so I didn't get it back. But to my recollection, I told him what had happened. I told him I had met face-to-face with God who asked me to forgive him. And I did not tell him the part about embracing him as a son. Mm. Actually, I didn't tell him that for years. But I did tell him in that letter, I totally and completely and unconditionally forgive you for what you have done, and I release you of every obligation you are owed to me, and you are free as far as I'm concerned. And I sent that letter by the hand of a minister at the church I attended. The minister who was in charge of prison ministries took it and read it to him and left it with him. Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. After you wrote that, I mean, you know, if I was writing this letter, me, I'd have some even reservations like, am I making the right move? Should I, you know, and then as soon as it leaves my hands, I'm like, what, did I make the right decision? Or did you have anything like that? Or were you just like, no, the Lord's presence is like here. I know that I know that I know that I need to do this. I can honestly say there was no trepidation at all. I heard him. I agreed with him. He gave me an extraordinary amount of grace. And by the time I penned that letter, I meant every single word of it. Wow. And, you know, and it wasn't just words because I'm understanding he got a reduced sentence because of you. Yes, he did. What did you learn changed his life after you forgave him? Like looking back, was it the right move? Oh, absolutely. It was the right move. (laughs) Wow. Absolutely. It was the right move. It changed everything. It changed everything in my life. It brought healing to me that was almost instantaneous. Michelle died on a Sunday. It was the following Saturday before we could even have her body released. And in those few days, God just did such a work in me that by the time we buried her, I was completely whole. Wow. As I said before, that forgiveness of Ray was the gift to me. Wow. Now, that is amazing. But I understand it affected Ray's life when he got that letter. Yes. Yes. He did indeed turn his life around. The minister that delivered the letter prayed with him and told him a little bit about salvation, but he did not accept Jesus at that time. He actually met Jesus in a cell when a fellow inmate gave him a Bible that he began to read. You know, which is amazing. So here you do this almost prophetic act of forgiveness The Lord has already told you to do it. And then now he is walking into the kingdom of God. He got a reduced sentence. He was supposed to die. Mm -hmm. And he got a reduced sentence Mm -hmm. because of, you know, what you did. It was an actual extension of the grace of God. And I understand today that sometimes he will go with you and speak with you in front of congregations to tell the story. Yes, we've done that numerous times, numerous times, and it's always a joy for us to be able to show what I call redemption with skin on. When you (laughs) see Ray, you see the work of redemption in the flesh because Jesus died for us and His Mm -hmm. grace and mercy brings us that total redemption with the Father. And Um, the Father holds nothing against us, even though we were guilty. He holds nothing against us because of the blood of Jesus. And Um, He forgave Ray. He totally released Ray. Ray is walking in the fullness of that redemption today. And I am so happy. I'm so happy to call him my son. He calls me Mama. Well, you know, and yes, you're right, he does. Because I remember when I first met you and you had told this story 
And then like, surprise, Ray was in the audience and the whole audience was shocked. I mean, they were like petrified. They're like, is this guy going to shoot me? You know, they were just, yeah, yeah. they were petrified because of his history. And then there he was sharing the goodness of God and how, you know, his life was resurrected out of the prison cell. And what's your relationship with him now? Like, I mean, he sees you as his mama, like he calls you mama. Yeah, he calls me mom. We stay in touch all the time. He lives oh, about 45 miles from me, so I don't see him oh all gosh. the time. I see him probably twice or maybe three times a month unless we're on the road ministering together. But we talk all the time, just like a mama. I'm always checking up on him, making sure he's doing okay, and you know he's following up on me as well. Okay, Linda, I got to ask you a crazy question. Maybe you've never been asked this question before, but does the enemy ever tempt you? When I say the enemy, the devil, you know, like when you're with them, it's like, this is the person. Do you know what I mean? Or is it like just solid, all gone? Like, it's just, this is my son. It's all gone. Oh my gosh, this is supernatural. It is, it is. And that's the message. That's the message of the cross. Amen. That's the message of Christ, that he just makes it all go away. I mean, really, really go away. I can look Ray face to face, and I can say to him, Ray, I find no fault in you. Oh my gosh. I find no fault in you. And I mean that from the depths of my heart. And, you know, I had that divine encounter with the Lord myself, but my family didn't. It was a long, long time. And even to this day, there are members of my family that do not accept Ray. Wow. Linda, I mean, that part is sad, but you have gone so far ahead there in that forgiveness. It is unnatural. It's actually supernatural. Mm-hmm, it is. Linda, I do want to mention for our audience, I know, Linda, you have a book and it's called I Find No Fault, where it can be found on Amazon.com and also on your website, right? On lindamarkowitz.com. Correct. And the name of the book is again, I Find No Fault. And so those of you who are listening, get a copy and hear this whole story. It's powerful. Real quick, Linda, what would you say to the person who has some crime done to them and they just can't quite forgive and let it go? What would you say to them? I say that if you'll just change the word forgive to release, Mm. change it to release, just let it go. Mm. Just let it go. When you let it go, God takes it. And Mm. when he takes it, he heals. Mm. And until you let it go, until you release it and you release that offender, until you release that offender, then you're going to be eaten alive. Refusing to forgive is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. It'll never happen. Amen. Linda, thank you again so much for being on our show today. Thank you so much for the opportunity. God bless. God bless you. Don't go anywhere. Let's unravel what you just heard after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More Real Life starts now. 
Welcome back, we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I think for many, it would be hard to believe that Linda could just forgive the person who killed her own daughter so fast. Some say forgiveness takes time, but does it? I think that forgiveness usually isn't given because people don't feel like forgiving when an offense happens to them. I mean, who feels like forgiving? But here you're hearing a story of how we can learn to forgive not out of a feeling, but out of obedience. It is written in Matthew 6, 14 through 15. Jesus says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I think Linda understood this passage, and though it may look impossible, she forgave out of obedience, not out of feeling like she should do it. Look at the results from that. Not only is Linda free from all the pain of bitterness and trying to get even, but according to the scripture, her slate is clean with God because she's forgiven. And you can see the power of that forgiveness, like a domino effect extended to Ray, which really is amazing. How about you? Is there someone you've been dealing with in a way that you don't have forgiveness for them? You just can't seem to quite let it go? Every time you hear that person's name, you well up with anger? Friend, forgive not because you feel like it, because the day may never come, but forgive because God is commanding you to do it for your own good. Let's pray. Father, I just pray right now that you would bring that one thing that maybe my friend who's listening and they're like, gosh, there is this one thing. Just bring it to their memory right now. And Lord Jesus, we take a moment to just let it go. And we forgive that person, Lord, because you've forgiven us so much, Lord Jesus. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to AwakeningTheNations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.